Welcome to Strength in the Numbers. My name is Andrew Codd, accountant, author, and commercial finance entrepreneur. And it's my job each week to bring you leaders in finance and business and deconstruct with them their real stories, insights, and hard-won lessons into practical advice on the key strengths and qualities you need to remain relevant in accounting and finance today, as well as the steps you can begin to take to elevate the impact you make to have a fun, successful, and rewarding career in accounting and finance. Now let's go over to the show. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Strength in the Numbers. And today we pulled together a special episode for you. It came about because I was you know, coming up to Christmas, I was reviewing the Finance Mentors Ledger Handbook, which had some great insights from our first 200 episodes. We've done 100 more episodes since and I was curious to see what were the common words that kept coming up and in the index as I was going through it. Relationships seemed to be the most important thing our mentors wanted to discuss. So... Given it's quite important, thought about putting a special together. And there's a nice quote from the entrepreneur Gary Vaynerchuk uh, with a bit of a finance slant on it. And he says, saying hello doesn't have an ROI. It's about building relationships. I guess what he's saying is true. If you think about it, we have this tremendous opportunity to help our organization meet their priorities, objectives, deliver value in our communities as well as get meaningful careers in the process. And and as part of that, I think building relationships is fundamental. And given the world is being very much enabled by technology, it's gone very virtual and what we do is relatively global, although in some of our roles might not be. But the fact is that the, the matter is relationships, whether it be physical or virtual, are important, which is why we've pulled together six short segments from guest mentors across the entire globe who share how they've built relationships across continents, amongst different departments, virtually, in, in, in person, physically. And some of the key points made and covered are one, the art of finance professionals building relationships, because it is a bit of an art form compared to the technical aspects. We might say pick up as auditors, uh, and Lance goes through that very well. How we can move from the back seat to the front row, so I'd like to thank Susan for sharing her thoughts there. Finding commonalities such as food to build connections across continents. Shruti gave some great advice on that one. Mohammed El Ruby gave us some smashing pointers on how to engage with other departments in other functions. Peter Chisambara, who was one of our earliest podcast guests, actually talked about the value of LinkedIn. It's a great place to build relationships. And also Angela Ho loved how direct, practical her advice was. She discusses when it comes to building relationships and and getting nominated for things, the value of being the gopher. So I hope you enjoyed as much as we did putting it together. And if you did, of course, we really appreciate when you recommend the show to your friends and colleagues. Please tag, share the episode on your favorite social media platform. And we're also available on multiple podcast platforms too, from iTunes, Citrus SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, all the way now to Amazon Music. And as always, really appreciate you investing your time with us today in so that's enough for me now. So without further ado, over to the guest mentors of the show. First of all, to be fair, uh, Europe is used to diversity. So it's not a region where I'm coming in and um, trying to bring in a new you know, perspective. They're, they're kind of used to it. So that really helps. I think uh, what I found is because I'm a minority in my own country, 
uh, I'm used to being the odd one out. So I'm comfortable in that space. And so what I always do, and I do this at home as well, you know, this is not specific to Europe, is that, again, finding the commonality is key. And a lot of times, the easiest way is just to connect on business principles, business concepts. So um, that's, that's one way of keeping it technical and um, slightly more reserved, uh, which works with an Asian sort of um, culture and personality. Uh, if you're brave enough to try and venture into more personal conversations, uh, a great common ground is food. And again, you, know, you will be amazed the number of people that can spend hours and hours talking about food, and it doesn't matter which region they come from. I know that that's such an easy thing in, um, in Asia to talk about. Uh, the Europeans and the Americans love it too. Actually, when I joined the company, I started as usual because when I joined any new company, I have to start number one to build relationships with the stakeholders and to understand the current situation. Mm -hmm. And I have to listen very well to my stakeholders. I conducted a one-to-one -one meetings with all the stakeholders and also I not only the, my peers or my direct reports or uh, my top management, I dig deep and deep with all levels in the organization with the sales reps with the commercial team, with the marketing, supply chain, regulatory. So I had discussion wow. with everyone in the organization. And also I asked each one to tell me their perception and their their feedback about finance department, what kind of support they think. Yeah, actually, it was very good. Uh, what, what, what sort of things were they saying? <laughs> yeah, based on that, their feedback, I found a lot of uh, gap uh, from business support uh, area. Uh, Andrew, for example, I, I found a lack of proper support to business. Uh, finance was not in, involved in many decision making and in many strategic meetings. Finance was working in isolated area. If mm -hmm. they was providing reports without insights, there was a weak relationship between finance and other functions. Uh, finance has no seat in the most of the strategic meetings, lack of detailed and meaningful analytics. And also there was many sources of information from different functions provided to the senior management. So the senior management had no one set of management reporting deck or one source of truth to be provided to the senior management. That was the situation. So the company was very strong in controlling but if you look at the other side of finance, that was the situation at that time. So, you know, for most accounts, right, if finance were looking inwards at themselves, right, then they're probably thinking, hey, we're doing a great job. But but when you go and talk to people, to the perception, the stakeholders in the business, they're probably saying, well, finance could be doing better. So how where, where do you start with something like that? How do you get finance to see that hey we could be better and the business wants us to do more yeah actually after i run that deep discussion with all the stakeholders with all the people inside the organizations even the people outside the organization like our distributors our wholesalers and our retailers so i concluded what is missing from finance and i realized that i have to make a big transformation from being a controlling department to be a true business partner so i summarized my journey into five steps the the first step i said that building relationships we cannot influence decision making or we cannot make anything before building relationships with our stakeholders and understand exactly their needs 
So after conducting one-to-one -one meeting with all the stakeholders, uh, general managers, sales directors, key account managers, many, many uh, stakeholders, and I listened carefully to their expectations and I understood exactly their needs. For example, one of the key feedback from the sales director, he told me, I want every day to just by one click understand what is our sales performance. I need to understand on daily basis what's my performance. My dream is to get a daily feedback from the performance in our organization. So I asked them to share examples from history, uh, from their expectations as well. And, and after deep discussion, I started to think of two things, quick wins, to start to build credibility with them and yeah. short-term and long-term goals on how to add true value to the business. And that was my starting point. That's awesome, isn't it? Like I have to say, cannot uh, underestimate the importance of quick wins and then having a longer-term journey to, to back that up once you've got the quick wins, once you've established the credibility. That's um, that's very insightful, Mohammed. So, so how did you move forward from there then? I mean, what sort of what sort of things would you found for quick wins and perhaps long-term goals? Uh, that's why I moved to the second step, uh, Andrew, which is understanding the business and the organization. So I cannot design any insightful uh, reports or any... Uh, adding any value before understanding the business. So number one, I understood exactly their expectations and their feedback about finance. Then I moved to understanding the business and the organization. So I started to attend all possible business meetings. So I contributed to all business meetings, whatever related to finance or not. It gave me deep understanding of what's going on in the organization. I attending sales meetings, key accounts, negotiation meetings. I attend many meetings, whatever relevant to finance or not, to understand what is going on in the business. I had to speak to the business at all levels, sales directors, managers, sales reps, product managers, Inform and I conducted formal and informal meetings. Sometimes I, invite, I uh, had to invite some of them uh, outside office to have coffee or whatever. So um, yeah, that's really important. Good idea. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I'm glad you said it's important, but like, you know, why should maybe some of our audience consider doing something like that? What would be the benefit of doing something like that? You know, that outside of business uh, hours type of thing. I believe building relationships would be better to have informal discussion with people outside of office pressure and outside of the formal meeting. So it gives me chance to speak to people f uh, freely and also people to speak to me, you know, uh, outside of the formal uh, meeting. So it gives me a very good insights from uh, people. Also, the key golden advice I can give to everyone is making frequent field visit or market visit. You can't imagine the output of that. I conducted many market visits with, uh, with the sales reps, with the commercial uh, people. I had to meet distributors, uh, wholesalers, retailers, even met the merchandisers. Sometimes I helped the merchandisers to organize the planogram inside the hypermarket. So give me insightful, insightful understanding of the business and i had to speak to them and see their world you know sometimes when accounting sit behind computer screen you don't, don't understand exactly what uh, what is the day-to-day -day activities of the sales people how uh, what are their key challenges what are the day-to-day uh, -day activities so when i had that uh, opportunity to see the day-to-day -day activities of the sales people i understood how, what are their challenges? What are the opportunities also they have? And they speak to retailers, wholesalers. So it gives me a lot of insights, uh, Andrea. It, it wasn't until perhaps months later where I was trying to figure out who had nominated me. And um, <laughs> sort of I, I asked around and 
a bunch of people said no. And then finally, I found the person who, who did. And, I, you know, yeah, what was I doing? I, I worked extremely well with the client. I realized that we were in a client service industry. And while it was important for us to get the audit done, it was just as, as important, if not more important, to ensure that our clients were happy and not frustrated in dealing with us. And so I was somehow able to strike this balance of being quite demanding of, uh, of client deliverables. And yet, you know, I was quickly recognized to be the person to, as a, as basically the gopher, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, even if senior people needed something from a particular person, they would, they would send me to go and ask for it or request it. And surely enough, within hours, we'd, we'd probably have the, you know, whatever it was that we were, that we were asking for. And so I think there's a lot to be said about relationships and, and building those relationships. And I was quite fortunate to, um, to have sort of invested in my client relationships quite early on in my career. And this is probably atypical of perhaps others' experience within public accounting in that I was um, on the HSBC accounts from basically from my internship years through my last days at KPMG. I'd love to get into your industry experience as well, particularly in financial services, but you know, there are our listeners out there who are still in practice or maybe stepping from practice into industry. So, you know, it, it's probably worth spending a bit more time on it. Like in terms of if they're looking to get recognized, you know, what sort of things could they be doing better? to to in effect mm-hmm. um, get similar recognition that you did. You know, if I think back to my early to my earlier years in my career, uh, I was probably less shy or or less sort of impacted by people's titles mm-hmm. or um, or hierarchy, and I treated everyone as an individual. And if I was special enough, or if I was um, I was important enough to be in the same room as anyone else. I would treat them as an equal. And so I was confident to be in my role. Uh, and so confidence, I, I think, would be key, especially early on in, in one's career. Uh, and also just treating everyone, anyone that you interact with as an individual. So yes, business is important and talking about, you know, uh, or going through the agenda is important, but just as important, um, getting to know what drives the the individual. Is it really their work and, and their professional career, or is it their is it their personalizer or their hobbies? And so, you know, if it's yes, you're required to work, you know, call it fifty percent of your time. Um, maybe it's even forty percent of your time awake, and you know. 60% of that time may be training for a triathlon or um, trying to become, I don't know, like a, like a celebrity chef or whatever that person's <laughs> passion may be. And that, that, you know, that may drive up some very interesting conversation, especially if you have things in common. And before you know it, you've made a really good friend and, um, 
to maybe someone to share those activities with or those extracurricular activities with. Yeah, and, and really spending time building those relationships. You just never know what might come down the path later on. Not necessarily in the in the in their current role. They may start doing something else that's really neat in in a in a field that you might be interested in. And if you're still playing golf together, if you're still doing triathlons together, or if you're cooking together, or taking photos together, whatever it might be. Um, hey, you may be the next person. You you may be their number two, uh, and so I think that that's really that's that's very cool. I'd say financial modeling was the first skill set that that I learned, but then then I had to take myself out of the model and go see clients um, and and do deals and and I think the communication and building relationships with customers. Because as an investment banker, you know, you, you have to service the client. The client is relying on that model to raise capital and to expand their business. Um, and the auditors uh, want to know, you know, what's going on. Um, my boss wanted to know, the, the, the board wanted to know. So you had to sit and, and, and communicate what was in the model to all these stakeholders. Um, so I think, you know, the, the art of building relationships, I think Anders talks about that as a, as a key skill. As an investment banker, you have to have it. If you look at any investment banker, they're pretty charismatic, confident type of people. And they have to be because that's exactly what they need to do in their, in their jobs. And so when I look at finance partnering, that's a, a, a great skill that I managed to develop in investment banking, as opposed to an auditor, where you're kind of looking at what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're trying to talk about something that's 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 less tangible because it's looking forward. So when you're raising yep. capital and you and, and you're doing forward projections, you know there's a lot more that can go wrong um, in terms of um, you know a, a model and and a, and a set of assumptions. So I think definitely you know the relationship building component and probably part of that is the storytelling and and communication aspects. And then a third one I'd say is the resilience. You know the amount of hours that that that, that I had to work. Uh, I did a 24-hour stint once. Um, so, you know, not to be repeated again in my life, Definitely. hopefully. Um, so, so, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, re- you build a huge amount of resilience and, and I guess going back into NAB where the latest I ever worked was 10 o'clock, um, where 10 o'clock was kind of the average ending time at Investec, you know, um, quite regularly I'd finish at two, 3 AM, but you know, I was there sitting building a model and because I'm so passionate about financial modeling, it didn't feel like work. And that's when I knew I hit my, you know, the passion, the thing that drives me, um, because it didn't feel like work when I was when I was in investment banking. So it was, you know, it was a good a good time to be in there. But definitely those three core skills around financial modeling, relationship building, and selling, and and storytelling, um, which is all about communication. And then the third one is uh, building resilience and, and a high work ethic. I think is is definitely things that that have taken me through NAB and beyond. You know, people are just people, Andrew, and we all have something yeah. that someone else wants. Yes. And it is about seeing, well, how do I connect with, you know, with Andrew? Well, we're both Irish. Let's start with there. Yeah. So yeah. I can go and talk to Andrew about whatever. Yeah. You know, how can you kind of, you know, research somebody, figure out some way of getting, you know, speaking with them in a way that they understand? Yeah. Yeah, and non-technical. And non-technical, <laughs> absolutely. You know, go for lunch with somebody. Lunch. 
Actually, that's a good one. I, I actually, think actually, that, no, yeah, you yeah. know, especially when you're new somewhere in a different department, you know, don't mm. stay in your own department. Walk around. What well, I don't know. Uh, ask for directions. That's a good one. Yes. <laughs> you know, finance doesn't need to know everything. Yeah, <laughs> you often you hear, oh, yeah, finance it over there in that corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, corner, you know, they arcade, never come out yeah. of it. Yeah, never, never. And and I think volunteer to do stuff, you yeah, know, to join definitely. a staff committee or whatever. Yeah, and even though, yeah, you're busy, so is everyone else. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. building relationships makes life at work so much better. I love those suggestions. Actually, just reminded me of one. There was a, someone that said on the show, and I can't believe I missed this one. Food. Everyone everyone needs to eat oh, at yeah. some point. Yeah. So food's a good one to yeah. start with, I think, uh, commonality. And also, you know, if we want to come to that stereotype, we're a bit tight with money. And some accountants are tighter than others. Coffee. You know, coffee yeah. doesn't cost a lot, you know, you know, to, no. to pull someone outside the work environment. And, and, and again, that develops the, the relationship out, you know, on, on sort of work and outside of work a bit. And, yeah. and that's where you learn more it is. Um, about what's really going on with someone. And I think one thing I used to always do now, because I've worked all over the place, is on St. Patrick's Day, I would wear green. <laughs> <laughs> and I would bring green treats into the office. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one. And it's just again, and like people kind of see that, you know, that there's more to you than being an accountant. And that's what yeah. it's all about, because there is, we want to be seen beyond the numbers. So you then have to develop yourself like a fan. How am I going, you know, to get business? And this is where I think for me, relationship skills are important. If you can manage a relationship with your prospective uh, clients, you build on that one, you do, uh, you deliver the value, they are going, definitely going to refer to the next person, and then the chain continues like that. At the same time, I've also learned that if I wanted, you know, to build relationships, why not be on LinkedIn, a platform where, you know, there are different professionals. You offer value, you offer back to the community, somebody is definitely going to get in touch. And then you also, it helps you in the long run. Fantastic advice. Uh, I'm very well articulated in how you progressed from one to the other and the way you ended it on there with relationships, even virtual ones on LinkedIn. So that's how we got connected. And one of the things that I'm really impressed with you, Peter, is your just willingness to offer a thought, an opinion in a very constructive way. And that's that's the thing that impresses me because by doing that, there's some articles I've written that I thought were really good. Just your comment has actually enhanced them even further. And people will see that. And if they'll put one and one together, they'll probably get a score of three because it's just improving the value of what everyone's reading out there. And then hopefully what we take away and go back and put into practice. So that's really great that you keep doing that. Just out of interest for those that maybe want to make the first steps with getting into LinkedIn and or even other social media platforms or building those relationships you were saying, uh, what's maybe perhaps some good first steps they can take? I've always believed that, you know, life is not a fixed journey. So as well as, you know, as building a profession or being on LinkedIn, for a start, open an account. Once you've opened an account, don't be focused too much on the number of connections that you're going to have. I know there's a difference, you know, some believe in the, um, in the power of high numbers, but I believe in the, you know, in the power of value. What am I getting from a person? So for me, what has worked especially for me is, um, when I'm, when I joined LinkedIn, I wanted to develop relationships with key people that I know that they're going to be helpful. 
Uh, my strategy is not to have as many public millions and thousands of followers. I want to keep that direct relationship. That's for a start. Who knows, maybe in future, you know, there will be the growth will be that massive. But always, you know, know that what you want to expect out of that, you know, social media platform. What are you there for? Are you there to engage with people? Or are you there to spread the noise? Or are you there to just to listen to the noise? And once you're on that platform, always look for people whom you feel that, you know, you're always going to, you know, you share an interest for a start. When I started for me, because I'm an accounting and finance professional, I wanted to connect more as well with people who are in accounting and finance so that I get to know from them. I don't believe that I'm an expert in everything that I know all. So I wanted to learn from them. And as you continue or as you progress, then your first connections, they are going to refer you to their second connections and you build your network on that one. The same applies as well with, um, with Twitter. You have to be very, you know, there's a lot of noise that is happening out there, but do you really want to consume all that noise? So for me on Twitter, I also did follow the same strategy. I looked at the tip, the kind of people that I'm going to, that are going to enhance my career, the kind of people or organizations that I'm going to learn a lot from, and I follow those organizations first, and then I build on that one. So there you have it. Hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to know more about our guests today, their bio, and follow up on the resources mentioned during the show, you can find all the relevant links and more at sitnshow.com. There you'll also be able to get access to earlier shows, read the latest blogs. There's also an opportunity to subscribe to our newsletter, which will give you heads up as to when the next show is coming out, latest events, news, and anything that's going to be relevant to help you have a fun, rewarding, and successful career in finance and accounting. And just before you go, we really appreciate your feedback. If there's something we can do better on the show, something that's not working, or something you'd like to see, even a guest you'd like for us to invite onto the show, someone who you think might be able to benefit you more and also the rest of our community, please let me know. You can email me. I'm at andrew at sitnshow.com or feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Just drop me a message so I know how you found me and we can connect. And really, it's our community that will make the show. If we keep engaging and driving each other on, we'll keep on building our strength in the numbers. When all is said and done, if we can do the numbers better and finance better, we'll create more opportunities for ourselves, our friends, our families, our communities and our businesses. So until next time, have a good rest of the week. Take care and let's keep building our strength in the numbers.